Yes, people, it's episode 173 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. How are you doing? Are you well? It is Sunday. It is 5.27. Sat in the car. Um, yeah, just chilling. It's been a very chilled week. My eyes are itching. It's like I'm my body's trying to pretend it has hay fever again. How, how can I have hay fever when I don't go outside. I don't know. I don't know because there's no pollen in the house. There's no flowers. There's no plants. There's no tree. There's no grass in my house. So I'm not sure what's going on. But um, maybe it's a symptom of corona. Itchy eyes. I don't know. But um, don't know waffle too much in the pods. I haven't got much to talk about. I guess I'm talk about what... Uh, I've been watching on Netflix. I've been watching um, Monogamy. It's J.R. Craig Ross Jr. Craig Ross Jr. Jr.'s Monogamy. Season 1 and 2. Um, it, the plot is weird. It's got holes in it. The camera shots are dreadful. Um, shaky. The acting's a bit wooden and weird. Um, the cinematography's odd. Special effects are just hard. Oh, I'm lost for words with special effects, as in they're, they're poo. Um, the concepts, the actual concepts um, within the film, the plot, the concept. Is virtually nonsensical. But did I watch every episode back to back? You sh- damn right I did. I don't know why. I, d- I was just drawn in. It's hilarious. I can go from watching something like Billions, which is so well written and, and you know, edgy and, and has you on the edge of your seat. Well, it's not that edgy and well written. It's just, uh, it's, an, it's, it's the tried and tested formula, isn't it? White guy, straight white guy, just um, basically behaving very rich, straight white guy, behaving very just unprofessional and um, and immoral. But we flipping love it. If you think we don't flipping love it, um, let's let's go through all the all the programs that follow that mould. Um, Batman. Then we have Billions, like just mentioned. Uh, Ozark, Breaking Bad. Um, Suits, Sopranos, any Mafia film, um, Ray Donovan, we love an emotionally dysfunctional, law-bending, virtually breaking, straight rich white guy. And don't mess with the formula, man. This is what we like. It's what we like. Um, yeah, so I go and watch stuff like Billions to watching this thing. Craig Ross's Craig Ross Jr.'s monogamy. His name's literally on the front of the, of the thing. I'm not just saying the director's name for the sake of it. It's called Craig Ross Jr.'s monogamy. Um, and it's it's really bad. All the all the eight main actors are executive producers, so I guess it's all self-funded, and it looks self-funded, and it's really bad. But I loved it. 
I loved it. I, I don't know why. I was just, just thought it was great. And the ending, so crap. Like it, I should have walked away from watching this program. Gone. That was a massive waste of time. I've invested in two seasons for it to end like that. What is that? And yeah, it ended. And I was just like, huh, uh, okay. But I didn't feel like, oh my God, what a cliffhanger. Oh my God, I was so disappointed. It was just like, oh, is that how you're leaving that season? Oh, right. Because I don't know if there's going to be a season three because it doesn't feel good enough to make a season three. But if they got two seasons of it on Netflix, then I guess so. I'll give you a little uh, deep dive into the, into the plot of the programme. Yeah, it's eight couples. I mean, um, four couples. Um, all in kind of dysfunctional marriages. And they all sign up to the experiment. And then what they end up doing is swapping partners. And they have to live with each other for two months or three months to work out what they want with their existing partner. So it's that extreme wife swap. Um, yeah. And and you, you watch it and you're like, this just makes no sense. This is weird. Wait, well, how long have they been in this for? Wait, is he actually upset? I don't know. I don't know if he's acting like he's not upset or his acting is just that wooden. It's, it's mad. But it's got um, it's got Run, Rev Run's uh, eldest daughter in it. Vanessa Simmons. Um, the black guy from from City Guys. Remember that show? C-I-T-Y. You can see why these guys are... I can't remember the rest of it. And um, who else did I recognise it? The, there's a woman from Girlfriends in there. Um... Yeah, if you, basically if you look at all these people's um, filmographies, they'll all have like Moesha in there. <laughs> One episode, Moesha. That, that's, the, that's the quality of cast you've got here. And I said it's, it's um, I couldn't help but really enjoy it. I don't know why, I don't know what it is. So I don't know what kind of level of enjoyment I would have had if it was well produced and well written and well shot i don't know um but that aside what else happened uh, dominic cummins he's been driving miles and breaking rules he had coronavirus and then he's just driving up and down the country with it instead of staying at home stay at home it's that that was the slogan right stay at home save lives save the nhs but um no not not for dominic cummins though not for him he can do what he wants. Um, what else has happened this week? I don't know. Nothing else in the news. Just been watching 90 Day Fiance still. Um, and yeah. That's it. That is it. So, that's enough about my week. I haven't really got much more to say on my week. So I guess we'll just get into Dear Deirdre and just wrap this up in 20 minutes. Yeah, let's just do this quickly. Um, right. Let's take this jumper off. Jesus. This car just... Oh, goes on in this car. Like, it has its own microclimate. It can't just be my breath that is making 
this car so flipping hot. But Jesus Christ, it's like a greenhouse. Yeah. Guess the sun is shooting directly into the car though. So ah, anyway. Um Dear Deirdre, my girlfriend and her pal are pestering me for second threesome, but I'm not keen. I oh, know. Dear Deirdre, I had a threesome with my girlfriend and her best friend. It was amazing, but they're talking about doing it again. But I don't think it's a good idea. I was at my girlfriend's house one Saturday night when her mate texted to ask if she could come round. I said that was okay by me. I'm 21, they're both 20. If anything, this friend is better looking than my girlfriend, but she has a bit of a reputation for sleeping around. Okay. A little bit of information there. You didn't have to say that your girlfriend was uh, was worse looking than this, this girl. I know you said the other girl was better looking, but the inverse of that statement is your girlfriend's worse looking. You, you didn't have to say that. You got to sleep with her. Like, just leave it there, mate. But anyway, my girlfriend's parents had gone out for the evening to a silver wedding party. Uh, so we were on our own. I drank beer, the girls had some Prosecco, we watched a film on Netflix and cooked a pizza. We were really enjoying ourselves and having lots of laughs and jokes. My girlfriend's friend then started teasing me and asking me personal questions like how many girls I'd been with and if I'd had a threesome. When I said no, she, she, ah, when I said no she suggested we have one there and then. My girlfriend wasn't shocked as I would have expected. In fact, she seemed up for it. Oh, see, see, now you're suspicious that they've been tipping the velvet behind your back. Let's see. Uh, we all started kissing and touching one another. Soon we were stripping off and having sex there in the lounge. Imagine if the parents came back to that mess. Just like, what in the hell is going on, Rebecca? And she's like, Dad! Oh, Mr. Robinson. And then like the other girl's like, hi, Jeff. <laughs> anyway, um, it was amazing. They were all over me. Afterwards, we all said we didn't regret what we'd done. And it was great fun. A mate and I went home before my girlfriend's parents got back. The next day, I saw my girlfriend and she talked about nothing else. After that, she and her friend kept messaging me going on about it. She keeps bringing it up as something to look forward to now that she's at home with her parents and I'm stuck at home with mine. But I don't want to. Now I thought about it. Hmm, interesting. Let's see what's happening here. Suppose something went wrong with the condom and one of them got pregnant. I talked to my girlfriend, but I can tell she thinks I'm weird and a wuss. I can't lie, I agree with your girlfriend here. <laughs> You are being very sensible. You're being very logical. Um, you're, you're using some forethought. The, the level of maturity here is outstanding. You're 21. Um, and you're really just looking at the bigger picture. And you're putting, um, you know, delayed costs in front of instant gratification. And that is commendable. But you are a wuss. And you're 21. And you've got two 20-year-olds. Both went to sleep with you. You've done it once. It was great. And you want to... And they want to do it again. 
and you want to bring sense and logic into this, get out. Get out. Do you many men your age or older haven't developed emotionally and mentally and they want this situation in their life and they can't have it? And there's you. Off to you on the plate. And you're like, no. No, I don't want to sleep with two hot girls. Ah. Do you know what? Who's this for, mate? Who's this for? So what, be a man, yeah? Take the condom off and get the bush pregnant. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. I mean, fair play if that's how you think, that's how you think. Um, How can I get through to her that this was a one-off and I'm not up for it again without thinking I'm boring? You can't, mate. You are boring. You're boring, but you're not wrong. But you are boring. You can't have your cake and eat it. You can't be right and interesting in this situation. In this scenario... You're either right and boring, or you're wrong and interested. Those, that that those are the two options on the table: right and boring, wrong and interesting. You got to pick which one's more important to you: being right or being interesting. If you want to be interesting, smash away at both these girls. But if you want to be right, then you just tell your girlfriend this penis is not for everyone. That's what you tell them. Right. Um. Led me on. He led me on. Guy at work flirted with me until we snogged, but then isolated with his girlfriend. What do you expect him to do? Isolate with you? What are you talking about? Dear Deirdre, guy at work flirted with me until he got me into a heavy kissing session with him. Oh no, poor you. Like, oh, you're like, well, where's your sense of autonomy and agency here? Like he he flirted with me and and, and then and, and and then we kissed, but that was his fault because it was him. Sharp. Anyway, then asked his girlfriend to move in with him for lockdown. Right. Uh, yeah. So we've worked together for two years and became good friends. Then he started saying how much he liked spending time with me. He was flirting with me despite this relationship of his. I'm 21. He's 23. Um, our team went out for drinks the last Friday the pubs were open he came on so strongly we ended up kissing out of sight of the others I felt so guilty I went home but he texted saying it was great and we should do it again then on the Monday at work we're key workers he announced he's invited his girlfriend to move in with him for lockdown I feel so hurt and terrible for her shut your face you don't feel terrible for her your ego's been damaged you have no control of your life Shit things are happening to you because you have no control of your life. What you need to do, forget this. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Forget this happened. You kissed the guy, you don't have to see him anymore. When you come out of lockdown, so what? You won't see him. You won't care that you've moved on. You just look at him and be like, look, if that's what you want to do in your relationship, that's what you want to do. Don't start thinking about blowing up their relationship because of your one kiss, because you couldn't control yourself either. So don't do it. End up getting punched in the face by his girlfriend. Don't do it. Anyway. Next one. Family affair. I know my brother's cheating on his wife and I can't stop worrying about it. Dear Deirdre, my brother has confided in me that he's cheating on his wife with another woman. I can't stop worrying about it. I'm 19 and he's 28. Ah, 
He's been with his wife since he was 16. Ah, so that's since you were. What was the age gap between you and your brother? Nine years. If they've been since 16, that makes you seven. Ah, she's been in your life since you were seven. You love her. No, not in a EastEnders type way. Like, so you've been in your life since you were seven. They're married and they've probably got kids. Then, yeah, that's, that's your sister, isn't it? Let's see, I'm, I'm 19, he's 28, he's been with his wife since he was 16, so I was a child when I first got to know her, and I love her like a sister, yeah, makes perfect sense. Um, they've got three kids, yeah, all under 10, and it is hectic around the house, especially with all three kids at home at the moment from school and nursery. My brother is a plumber, and he's sneaking around to see his other woman when he is supposed to be out of jobs. This is really pain on my mind. Um... Yeah, you're younger than your brother as well. So if you try to give him the man talk, like, listen, bro, you need to stop this. You've got a good woman at home. You've got three kids. You've got family. You've got things to lose. Think about what you could lose. He's like, how about you shut up, yeah, and go home? Do you need the lift home because you ain't passed your driving test yet? You know what I mean? Like, he's just patronise. He... he yeah, and you can't blow up the spot. Um, I don't know what you do, mate. Don't know what you do. Uh, I guess, yeah, you gotta just uh, keep it in and just let it eat away at you. You know? Try not to let it cause you any kind of mental illness. But, um, just, yeah. Just anytime you feel like it's gonna just bubble out of your mouth, just push it right down. Cause yourself like an aneurysm some point in your life because you're holding all this tension in. I don't know. Probably not the best advice there, but it's not your job. So, uh, yeah. All right. Let's see. One last one. Tied in knots. Let's go for that. Sacred bondage if i don't give into my husband's bondage kink i don't get any sex at all let's see what what way does he want to go does he want to whip you up or does he want to be all gagged and he's got his gimp mask on let's see dear deirdre all i want is to feel loved my husband only wants to be tied up or occasionally tie me up ah, that is long that is long now imagine like if you both like it, not so long. If one of you like it, I imagine it is less effort to be the submissive one if the other person likes spanking people, right? You know, you just play along, whatever. But if you're the one who has to be the dominant one in this BDSM thing, you know what I mean? And you can't be bothered. It's like, you just want a quick one and they're like, get the apparatus. Get the chains, get get the chains, get the ball gag, get it all, get the lever. You got that whole torture room. They got all that stuff. And you're just like, can, can we just have sex in the bed tonight, please? No. No. <laughs> Tie me up. <laughs> That's great. I just, I just want to have sex in the bed, just you and I. No toys, nothing. No. Get the medieval weaponry. I want it. No. 
Anyway, if I don't agree, I don't get any sex. Yeah. He, um, I've been in my husband for 25 years since we were in our teens. He didn't tell me about his need for bondage until a couple of years after we got married. But it's got more and more extreme. You imagine, you're just going down that rabbit hole, aren't you? Going down that rabbit hole. I want to be loved for me, not for how well I tie him up and then do nice things to him. That is just sex to me. Where's my pleasure? I tried refusing to tie him up, but I gave up after six months of no sex. Jesus Christ. He's a kind man apart from this, but I often lie awake crying at night because I just want him to make love to me and make me feel special. Yeah, I it seems like his fetish just got out of control. You need to have some kind of like sex rotor, maybe. I don't know how many times a week you're having sex, whatever, but alternate. So one session is your way, in the bed, normal, like, and then the next session is his way, in the torture room. And then back to your way, the way after, and back to his way. And you get your, get your thing. Get your, get your groove on. Do it like that. That's what I'd say. Um, right. Let's see, last one. Let's take a non-relationship one. Cop out. Um, I was going to dob my son in for breaking the lockdown, but kicked him out instead. Wow. I mean, seems harsh. <laughs> but I mean, all right, it's your house. Let's see. My son kept on going out to see friends, though I have asthma, so I'm at high risk from the virus. All right. I respect it. It's harsh. Um, it seems extreme, but it's fair. It's, it's fair. You'd expect him to be a bit less selfish. His mum being asthmatic. You think, ah, probably not a killer. But let's see. He's 20 and home from university. So I see he is fed up. But it seems selfish for him to go out and meet a load of old schoolmates. The last time he tried to sneak out of the house without see without me seeing was late one Friday after I'd gone to bed. But I heard him going. We had a furious, furious row at the front door. And I told him that if he went, he shouldn't come back. Two of his mates have parents who work at our local hospital where there have been COVID-19 deaths. I thought about telling the police, but don't want him to get a criminal record. That's fair. He's sorry and wants to come home. Should I let him? Yeah, he knows he's messed up now, isn't it? He came home, the locks all changed up. Mum, you've actually kicked me out. Yes. <laughs> um, do I respect your gangster. So I say, don't let him back in. He'll learn. Learn him good. Unless he's staying somewhere that's crazy. But um, if he's been out all this time, he's he's more... It's even more of a risk. You have to be like, no, you have to go somewhere and isolate for 14 days, then you can come back. Told you not to leave the house, and that's where you do it. Right, I'm going to go back indoors, um, finish with the podcast... What else to do today? Uh, no. So I'll go hang out with my wife. Let's do that. 
Right, people, that's the end of the pod. Um, happy bank holiday weekend. What's this to come out later today or tomorrow on bank holiday Monday? Where we'll all be doing nothing. Well, I've seen on Instagram, a lot of you are breaking the rules anyway. You know, don't give a shit. I mean, that that's my attitude towards laws and rules anyway. Is I understand that kind of break, but I don't understand that break. So, like, I understand one, you know, one, two people in the garden. Your family anyway, whatever. But that's not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing, like, four of you in a car. I know you're not from the same household. Another, like, eight of you in someone's living room. Twenty of you in the garden. It's like, you're just having full-on bloody parties here. What's going on? But we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen at the end of this weekend, man. I mean, next weekend. Because the 1st of June... It's when the whole world opens up again, right? We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but I feel like there's, there's there's definitely an attitude change in the country where people get a bit fed up. You can feel it. For whatever reason, people are desperate to go back to work. Um, obviously, not the people who are actually furloughed and not earning. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the ones who are actually working from home. There's like, I've had enough of this person who I live with. Get me in the office, alright? And I'll slag these people off every day. I used to slag off my commute every day. I used to slag off the poor lunch options I have at the Tesco Metro opposite my office. But do you know what? Get me back there because it's better than being sat indoors with him. (laughs) Ah, dear. Anyway, that's the end of the pods. Um, Alright, cheers. See ya.